0: You take videos. You do your gifs and all of that in your game day gear. It's what we'll see in the Dome. It's what we'll see on social media. You know, when someone scores a touchdown, Alex will post, can't guard Mike, flexing what he's doing right now. Speaking of, Michael Thomas, Taysom Hill, both of those just got posted by the Saints' Twitter account, Instagram account. If you want to go see them, they're at least in their jerseys. That makes me feel a little bit better. (laughs) Dr. Josh Roulette here from Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic. Not as concerned as I am about the left sleeve on on Taysom Hill on his elbow. I'm just kidding. I'm just, put, some people yeah. like to wear that as well, um, for you know, abrasions it's a comfort for thing. Abrasions, exactly. yeah. I, and I and if you had like whether it's tendonitis or things of that nature, you do like. I, I was listening driving over here. I heard Brett Favre, you know, hocking a a sleeve for your foot or yeah. something of that nature. Some people do like that compression on there.
1: Absolutely, and I deal with that all the time here. I got patients that come in, you know, with those type of injuries and they want to know what, what is it that they, they can do i've had that injury myself and the sleeve helps so that's i wear it whenever i'm active and that's likely what he does nice we'll
0: be here once a month to kind of let everybody know what it is
1: that you do not only here but also we're going to touch on the
0: massage therapy here as Absolutely. well which is a door down which i highly highly recommend and more importantly like you were saying josh it's it's kind of a it's a whole plan here right i mean in terms that you can do that you can hey come see you, kind of get the balance and alignment that we talked about in our number one. At the same time, you can go over there, but, but massages can be used differently as
1: well. It's about full body wellness, you know, and, and a lot of times people come here and then I refer them to the massage clinic to get whatever kind of orthopedic massage or treatment that they need. But the massage clinic is open to the public as well, and you don't have to come through the chiropractic side. They are there and available. Uh, their website uh, late few massage and therapy lists all the different therapies that they're able to do with it's you at different times it's a menu yeah, yeah. Uh, of different services and it, it truly is um where relaxation meets recovery and um i built it that way and the therapists that we have hired there are very experienced there's no one less than five years experience over there and they know what they're doing and they they're really good at making sure they get you back on your feet
0: that's one of the things i wanted to um before we bring in the graduate here in a quick sec to, to- to really specify here, and, and this is your baby, like right. from this building to that building here as well. The people you bring in, you work, and you were very specific when we met about starting this part- partnership to explain why you do what you do and, and what you did. And, and, and I mean this in, in a very positive manner here. When you walk in to the therapy place. I mean it. It doesn't. I mean it, you walk in. You're like this. You you took time, care, and money.
1: Absolutely, you know, to uh, to make. I want to create an environment where everyone's comfortable being, and where they feel like not only can they, you know, let themselves step away from what's going on outside the building, but get into a place where they feel comfortable talking to someone about the issues they're dealing, physically, emotionally, whatever it is that they're dealing with on the day they need to. Uh, and get that stress release through that massage and through that therapy. I did the
0: Ashiatsu massage. I don't know, Jordan, if you would want to do that as well with me doing it. He basically, somebody's hanging from the ceiling, puts feet on you and all that other stuff. Applies a little pressure on you, Jordan. Would you like me to apply a little pressure on your back? Would you like that? Where did Jordan go? I don't hear you. Here we go. Oh, there we go. Now I can hear
2: you. All right, go ahead. What, I said what? I don't know. I, I don't know if I want you to apply pressure on me. I, mean, <laughs> I know we went to other places where you wanted to get you know draw my blood and whatnot. I did. I did. But I, I think I'd much rather someone as a professional, um, you know, probably work on me.
0: Probably work on you. Uh, one of the other things too, and I'm glad he kind of brought that up because I wanted to ask you about misconceptions too. I, I've heard some stories sure. you know, of people saying that they've been to a chiropractic, you know, massage place or whatever, and, and they've not come out there feeling the same way or it's made it worse and things of that nature. Look, I, I mean this seriously when when you're showing me X rays and, and it deals with your spine, that is a very sensitive area. Sure. Like I would assume you gotta have to know what you have to do. And it's a lot of experience, it's a lot of schooling and and you can understand that, right? I People think, having
1: a little fear? Absolutely. I mean, you know, we we see things, we hear things and of course that forms Opinions of things before we know exactly what it is that we're dealing with, but I think it's important to remember when you're going to a chiropractor or when you're going into a massage therapy clinic that we have here at Lakeview Massage and Therapy, it's about a process. And your body is coming in looking one way, and our job is to make sure it looks and feels a different way. It doesn't happen overnight. It is something that your body has adapted to for sometimes 30, 40, 50 years, sometimes six weeks an in injury, and it takes a little time to get you where you want to be. So. My job is to make sure I do that on the chiropractic end, set a plan for you to get where you want, you know, want to move a little more freer, a little less pain, and their job on the massage side is to do the same. So, you might come in and it's going to be a very general therapeutic type massage, but their idea, um The idea of what they're doing is honing in to a certain issue that you may be having that they can help you with long-term.
0: And that's along the lines, and Jordan, I was telling you about it when I first came here too, whether it's a plan or whatever. You told me my neck's a little, my head's a little forward, neck's kind of sitting on the tendons, not exactly the spine, things of that nature. So that's what you mean by plan and targeting each session or thing right. right. When
1: you come in, I can't adjust you, and all of a sudden your head's back over your shoulders. You know, <laughs> doesn't It doesn't work to, like that. It doesn't work that Dude, way. my
0: shoulder was out of place.
1: Right. right? My There's shoulder was out. Clavicle bone? Clavicle. Yeah. I think your scap was out. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you're out there lifting weights on a body that's not performing 100%. <laughs> yeah. And what that does, it puts weight on those joints, and it causes them to deteriorate or it causes the muscles to adapt in a way that's not beneficial for you in the future. And we want you lifting weight in a, in a way that's going to help you. And not in a way that's going to hurt you. So. Jordan,
0: did I send you that picture? I mean, like, my right, well, it was the scapula, right? Yeah. I mean, it was like, it's like this. It wasn't. It wouldn't. Kind of, yeah, no, he was crooked.
2: It's not surprising that you were working out on you know. Well, uh, you know, her
0: body. But in all honesty, and again, that's something I brought up in hour number one too. It's I, I just I didn't shorts. Sure it is what it is. But I mean, I I don't know how to go get that fixed or you know my traps are sore because my traps are sore. Well, most people
1: just think it it's part of life, and you know, and especially men, especially guys who are probably listening to the show. Um, they're out there and they have aches and pains and it's just normal aging or it's normal this. Well, everyone 50 years old doesn't feel the way you feel. Everyone 60 doesn't have the same issues that you have. this has nothing to do with age. It just has to do with the way that you're living, the way that you're taking care of yourself, and making sure you're adjusted, you know, once a week if that's it or once a month or whatever your body needs is a very important way to make sure that you can handle the stress that you're dealing with on a daily, daily basis.
0: So you have a philosophy when it comes to what you do, obviously, in that office there just to your Right. I- I kind of want to learn about the philosophy, really, when you decided, "Hey, let's take the massage therapy thing to its own little building and things of that nature and, and get the therapist in." Because, again, I, I I heard of ashiatsu, your general massages, Himalayan salt, sure, you know, nice smelling stuff, and mud massages and things of that nature. I think what things really stood out to me was prenatal, postnatal massages, post mastectomy massages, lymphatic uh, uh, lymphatic detox as well just like these are very specific type things and i didn't even know because i would think like when you're pregnant you can't fly you can't do it. and i was in there when i went in there there was a woman that was easily eight nine months pregnant mm-hmm. that was getting a massage and we have a close friend that is going through a mastectomy and i didn't and i i when i went there i texted my wife i'm like that's the gift card you need to get i mean like i just right. i didn't even
1: know that you guys did that like right, why? absolutely um well there's Issues all around, uh, that don't just deal with body aching and pain, you know, and they need someone to take care of them and the muscles and the tissue that in the way that they're dealing with, uh, as well. So if someone needs uh, a little detox, we can do that. TMJ issues, we can do that. I see pregnant women every single day here in the office. We see families. That's, that's the, the best of what I do is to see babies. So you have babies that come in and for a parent to allow me um, babies. Babies, absolutely. Days old, weeks old. Uh, you want to make sure that your child is communicating. We talked about the brain earlier. Mm-hmm. Their brain works the same as yours. Now, their joints aren't fully formed. The pressure on them is a lot different than the pressure would be on you. Right. But to make sure the body is communicating from birth is very, very important. And um, even when they're pregnant, it's, you know you're taking care of two. You need to make sure your body's working properly. And we try to make sure that their pregnancy goes as goes as planned
0: i mean i know that obviously from having gone not myself but seeing it with my wife and just i mean the the stress and the pressure stress that they have on is their unbelievable. lower backs has got to be incredible. and
1: it's such a quick turnaround for them right. i mean one day they are walking, running, working out and the next day they can barely stand up so <laughs> right. to making sure that they are as comfortable as possible their bodies in alignment before they're ready to give birth is is right. truly which uh, is important.
0: try why i try not to complain jordan and josh when i cut the grass <laughs> and i'm you know Oh, my back. And you'll yes. just look at me like, try carrying about 50 pounds. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And anything like that. Alright, Jordan, our question of the day had to do with those questions, uh, to Mickey Loomis and Sean Pate. I'm not Sean Payton. Dennis Allen. Is Dennis Allen's first question of what is it like now moving forward past Sean Pate? What would be your first question, Jordan?
2: All right, I think I kind of mentioned it, it was kind of Taysom Hill. What's going on with the, the whole uh, Taysom Hill situation? I know we kind of um, I've been wondering about that. What's his? What What is his plan for Taysom Hill in this upcoming season?
1: What about you? I think um, you know the focus is on Jameis. You know how how much confidence is there in Jameis and him him being consistent, him being healthy. How's the leg? So you know, obviously the boat's going to ro- going to row as he rows. Right. So if he's healthy and he's ready to go, and his um, he's got a lot of weapons around him now. Um, how does he see that going forward? I got one that I think it, it, it's for the fans, and it's also just to kind of see what that tone is. Sure.
0: And, and what's been set, right? You set a tone for your employees in your practice. Jordan, I don't know what tone you set, but Dennis <laughs> Allen, maybe my first question is what What are your goals this season? Do you think you're a playoff team? Do you think you can compete for an NFL Oh, come on, guys.
2: What? Don't give them what? The, what? that
0: question.
1: <laughs> I think it would be Obviously interesting goal to know is to how
2: to make the playoffs. Well, I mean.
1: It would be interesting to know if he ran things differently than Peyton did. I mean, he's been around a long time. You know, how are the meetings going a little differently? Who's talking a little more? The people I
0: speak to, Josh, it's just a little more laid back, but it doesn't mean that he doesn't hold you accountable and things that nature. And I keep referencing as we bring Jack into the conversation. Jack, good afternoon. Thank you for giving the show a call. Uh, What I keep hearing is, you know, again, you look at that defense and he's made him into almost the face of the team with all those personalities on side. Of the ball, that means he can communicate with with players, and so that's why I'm not really nearly as concerned. Jack, what you got for us today, man?
3: Good afternoon, guys. I had a couple of questions for the doctor, um, and and yes, the first Howard. question is: has this, the first question is has Deshaun Watson ever been a client there?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, just <Deshaun, laughs> I can honestly say Deshaun Watson has, has not come in here and he hasn't gone to the massage clinic, you know. Uh, thankfully, thankfully it's a, clean, it's a clean it's a clean place over there. They're not they're not looking. Well, for I that actually kind do
0: I do reference it, Jack, in the in the uh, the thirty second spot. It, it is not a neon place massage. It is, right. a, it is it a it is a, it is a, a therapist <laughs> that will see you. No,
1: nah. appreciate your concern. Now,
0: i I do. I do have a
3: serious question, though. Um, uh, Doctor. Uh, of the of the people that you hear talking about injuries on the networks. Which ones do you think, are, are, you know, know what they're talking about and the ones that you don't think? Like, for instance, it seems Stefanie Bell does know, but I don't know, uh, you know. So what's your opinion on those people?
1: I think it's always, um, you know, just listen to as many opinions as possible. You know, I, I don't really listen to one person and say that this is who I believe. I try to read. I try to make sure that you, you get information from multiple sources, man. So if one person is saying something, maybe they have a... A little buy into that team or buy into something about uh, a certain player, but I would make sure that you get as much information from multiple doctors as possible. It's hard to know, you know, only so many people know exactly what's going on with a patient or with a certain injury. And kind of like he had said something earlier to me about uh, Taysom's injury, I'm not his doctor. All I know is a little bit about what the little drink is. So it's hard for me to speak on that. So. I would listen to as many people as you can. I
0: find interesting, Jack, one of the things, again, and I've been here three times to see you, that you specifically know something that's going on, even if I... It's not I don't want to tell you. I mean, forget. But it's like he picks it up just by how I'm walking... I am holding my head, so I guess experience is sort of like that, they would yeah, help. Yeah, absolutely. Somebody... I mean,
1: you can see some things with the way people are walking. It's kind of like watching Zion walk. You know, I have my opinions on that. <laughs> and I have since we drafted him, but, you know, I'm not Zion's doctor, so I couldn't tell you exactly what it is that's going on with him. I just have my opinions on that. So, the people closest to, uh, the players is who I would listen to the most. Jack?
3: Well, no, uh, well, doc, I don't expect you to do an analysis, of, you know, just by looking at him. What I'm talking about is, the people that you see of that that the that networks that, that are supposedly talking about these injuries, are there some of them that you just don't believe that they they you know don't you know they don't know what they're talking about, or, or some that you do? I mean, do you think some are better than others? That, that's what I'm asking.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the people that you probably see the most are probably the ones that you would trust the most. Uh, I, I do watch a lot of ESPN, a lot of sports and those kind of things. And sometimes people come on there and they say things that I, I absolutely know are not true. So, um, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's those people who they kind of throw, they, they throw a bone to some people to come on there and say this or that. And you can tell that that's, you know, a little, little fictitious. But, um, the guys that you see on there for years and years and years usually know exactly what they're talking about. And, and,
3: thank you. And, and that's just, uh, one last question. And I'll get out. The um, the uh, so how many players aren't going to start off practice besides Davenport and uh, and Michael Thomas? Is there anybody else who's not going to be available for first
0: practice? I, I I don't know. My my guess would be I would say Taysom Hill, but I I don't know. I mean, I, again, tomorrow I will will look at that. I, I I've been surprised that Sean Fazan from Fox eight said yesterday that we haven't seen him on the pup list. I mean, I, again, that's not to say that it won't be updated today. That's not to say, Jack, that when we hear from. Dennis Allen coming up at five o'clock. That he says, "Hey, you know, he will start training camp on people." I, it's just it hasn't been put on the the National Football League list as of yet, where somebody's been able to get a hold of it. So, look, I mean, it would be tremendous to see Taysom Hill at practice tomorrow.
1: We want Taysom out there,
0: you know. Um, again, because he he hasn't played a down at that position, All right? But. I, I all I know is two players for sure that wouldn't be on there. Uh, I would say another one that I'm gonna keep an eye on is Peyton Turner. You know, is he out there as well? I saw Marcus May do everything in OTA in and mini camp. so I don't doubt Jack that recovering from an Achilles, which is incredible now, isn't it, Josh? When you look at today's it medicine, is. I've had that, a few that, come in here and that do that. That used to yeah.
1: be a year injury. Absolutely. No, now there's there's so much technology now and understanding of how that how, how that works. So. They can, they can get themselves healed up. I've had a few patients come through here dealing with that. A lot of dry needling work, a lot of, uh, stretching and a lot of muscle tendon work that, uh, that helps move that along quite, quite quickly.
0: Yeah. So Jack, I, I, those are the only ones that really stand out to me that, that I would, you know, see if they, they play or not. But the other receivers, the other quarterbacks, the running backs, everyone on the offensive line, I mean, I, they, they kind of, if it makes sense, even though I know it wasn't very physical, but, I, I didn't see anybody limp off or, or leave OTA or minicamp, so I, I think they're probably going into camp as healthy a, a team that I, I can think of. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Y'all have a good afternoon. Thank you. No yes, problem. Sir. Thank, Thank you, you for the phone call. Jordan, any final thoughts, sorry before we let you go for a bit?
2: Um, it looks like the Saints just uh, made some roster moves. Oh, they did? So. Yeah. That you can look at, and there's an announcement that a particular player won't be there at the beginning of training
0: camp. So he's just sitting on this information. Right, why didn't yeah, you just yeah, say why, something? Why didn't you just break in with breaking news, Jordan? Because I wasn't about to interrupt, the, you know, you guys. All right. all right. Well, thank you, Jordan, for not telling us anything. So now I get to go look It only forward. happened about five minutes ago. Well, that's it. Well, that, that's what it is. Thank you, bud. I appreciate
2: it. <laughs> I'll see you all later.
0: All right, bye. We'll be back. We're number two. the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans.
4: Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals Plus, we're ready to deal on every vehicle in stock or online too at GregLeBlancToyota.com. Remember, we have the all-new Toyota Tundra. Totally redesigned and ready for your summer plans. The kids are out of school and you've got vacation plans. It's the perfect time for something new. And we want your trade and we're paying top dollar. Greg's got the deal. South Hollywood Road in Homa Greg, 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 Greg. Greg LeBlanc Toyota, Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. The other day, someone said they saw a roach the size of a nutria down around cutoff.
5: I don't know about that, but nasty pests like roaches, termites, ants, and spiders are running wild up and down the bayou. If you got bug problems, call Terminex and the Bayou Boys,
3: Dan and Billy Foster. They'll be there in a jiffy to protect your home or business. So whether you live up the bayou or down the bayou, Terminex is here to get rid of bugs any size. So call those
0: Bayou Boys. They'll get you, get you Terminex tough. Balance. You may know what that word means, but can you apply its meaning to your body? You see, it's all about the brain. At Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic, doctors work to locate and remove any nerve interference so your brain can communicate clearly with your body and help you correctly heal quicker. Located in Lakeview and West Harrison, Dr. Josh Roulette and his team at UCFC utilize a number of therapies to make your road to pain relief, recovery, and total body wellness efficient and effective. Go to ucfamilychiropractic.com for more information, educate yourself on your body, and let us get you back to balance
6: that man's got some stones believe me he has no wood his legend lives on now back to the sports hangover with gus cattengill all
0: right welcome back gus cattengill as we are live at the upper cervical family chiropractic facility here in lakeview 132 west harrison dr josh roulette is joining us you can follow him over on twitter there as well and it is simple, at Dr. D-R-R-I-L-E-T-T-E. To the phone lines we go. The Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line. Josh, thanks for giving us a call, sir. How are you?
4: Thanks for taking my call, Gus.
0: Yeah, man. How you doing?
4: Doing well. I actually, uh, I've got a question for Mickey Loomis, and I I want to hear what your opinion on it. So I was All looking right, it up. So, Mickey... You gave Michael Thomas the fifth largest contract in the NFL history for a wide receiver. And since you've given that, him that contract, you've paid him $15.1 million per year. He's only averaging 63 catches a year and only three touchdowns since the ink has dried. Now, I understand he has 1,100 yards per, per year, but we're paying him $340,000 per catch and $5 million per touchdown. Is this the biggest bust of a wide receiver contract we've ever seen in the NFL history?
0: I think he would answer no, because that's what I would answer in terms of the reason why the numbers aren't higher with that. When you broke down so beautifully, mathematically, is because he hasn't played. played. I mean, he's been injured. And before his injury... uh, I do agree with that. But but, But, but Josh, before his injury, he set NFL records. So your contract... that came to be was based off of what you thought he was going to continue to do, right? When you... And a little bit off of what he
1: already did. Right. Usually yeah. these guys are paid okay. for what they did. Mm-hmm. Can you can
4: you name a wide receiver that was starting when Michael Thomas broke the record on our team?
0: Well, my, no. I mean, my, my the, opinion roster, is, the
4: roster, my the roster opinion position is Michael group Michael is different. Michael Thomas was peppered in Drew Brees' last couple of seasons. Kind of like Eli Manning did to Odell just threw through to him every game. I understand he had all these stats and whatnot, but in the last three years, Kyle Rudolph has one less touchdown than Michael T- Thomas, and he's only averaging two two catches a game less as well. So I understand he's hurt, but like, it's one of the biggest contract studs ever. And if you look at it over the last 15 years, only one NFL team with a top 10 wide receiver contract has won the Super Bowl. So it's just, it's, I'm sick of it. Taysom Hill's garbage, too. Thank you.
0: <laughs> there it is, Josh. Thank you for the phone call. I, I told you. I he told did. you. Taysom Hill, yeah, dude, was coming in there. As well. Um, I, I think when you take a look at, obviously, a situation like that, look, it, it, it's frustrating on all ends. Right? I mean, just like the Pelicans yes. have been frustrated since they drafted Zion and didn't go to the plan. And, and maybe it's just my personality, the way I, I sort of am. Um, I, I can't do anything about the first hour
1: right. of the show, I, much less it's yesterday
0: over. or last week. I
1: And the Saints I, can't do I, anything about it. That's just who either.
0: I am. That's me. And I understand looking past and, and, you know, and look, I I don't know if I told you this story or not. My wife brought up something a, a week ago of uh, something I did seven years ago <laughs> that matched what she did. She left the fridge open and, you know, right. our brand new groceries, you know. Right, so I might have made the comment. Hey, make sure you close it a little tighter next time. And she goes, "Well, that was a
1: mistake." Gosh. Funny
0: you say that. Uh, yeah. Do you remember you did it before? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I honestly <laughs> did not remember. But she gave me specifics, and she said, "Yeah, it was after you cut the grass." I'm like, "Well, I do." She tend to, waited
1: seven years. To I pull too, then too,
0: I, I do tend to drink a cold beer, right? After you know, I put the lawnmower up in the in the shed. There's a fridge in there. That that's the one we're talking about. So she brought it up. It was seven years ago. I'm like, I we hadn't had a Carver. Like, we didn't have a kid, (laughs) and you're bringing that up. But, I look, I I think it's when you look forward to it, you you can choose to go one way, shape, or form. And this isn't relationships. This isn't a working relationship. This isn't a personal relationship. And business. And business. Sometimes things don't go according to plan. So how are you going to move forward, which is why I go back to when Dennis Allen flew to Malibu to meet with him. He didn't have to. He could just, I'm the coach, you know, you come in, this is your target date, you can do all those things. But that showed a hey willing to say, I'm gonna work with you. Right, and or let me this is my plan and get you on board. And that's
1: just the no, way it is in today's From a day fan's day. from a fan's point of view, I mean that's that's important. You wanna see these guys communicating outside, you know, of the practice field and you want to see these guys stepping out there and making sure that their their team is Ready and willing to play, play for them. I mean, Dennis Allen has a big job to do here mm-hmm. and to make sure Michael Thomas is, is ready to go is a big part of that and to see him do, uh, do that, uh, I thought was very important. And, and yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. You can't really, uh, you know, Hit the Saints for giving Michael Thomas money after he put up record numbers. Right. You don't know he's going to get hurt for two or three years. It's very frustrating as a fan. Every patient that comes in here, I talk football with him as well as <laughs> health. And, and right. half the people that come in here want to make sure Michael Thomas is either playing or they want, want us to trade him. So uh, it's just one of those opinion things. And until he's on the field again and, and performing, we don't really know exactly if it was a good deal or, or a bad deal. I think one of the things, too,
0: that also um, stands out to me, is that perception, and look, Josh isn't alone. I mean, Mark, first response is to one of the questions, if Michael Thomas decides to not play. I mean, right. that, there's a perception that he that doesn't not even want injured, to yeah, be he here. Sure. Right, he's not even injured or something. Like in, an
1: Eric Gordon situation. Oh, you just brought back some bad memories on not want. I don't want to relive it. Though. That dude took weeks
0: to get back from anything.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I know.
0: An ouchie. Anouchi, how would you, how would you medically classify an ouchie, By the way, is it a contusion? Is it a?
1: <laughs> I think they used every word they could think of to <laughs> to cover what he was dealing with. So.
0: Oh my goodness! But yeah, I guess when you look at it from that perspective, you never really know. Byron, thank you for calling the show, sir, and thank you for calling the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. What do you got?
7: Man, I called a co- uh, comment about the uh, Michael Thomas contract. I think it's a great contract, and the last call to prove Joe Point. Kyle Rudolph been playing and he only and he only got what two less touchdowns than Michael Thomas who they ain't played in the whole ship. Yeah. So that let that yeah. let you know this man this man ain't played in the whole year and people still trying to catch up with his numbers. Like come on, bro. I I applaud the thing. Mm-hmm. Supposedly and when somebody performs like that and produced like that, what, you gonna let him go somewhere else? You gonna take that chance? No, we're gonna sign him and lock him down. Now injury is uh, injury gonna happen. You playing football. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they might have mishandled it a little bit, but shit, everybody make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody perfect but the Lord. That's it. Everybody make mistakes. is how you fix that mistake once you made it. And he's doing everything to get back on track. The Saints doing everything to help him get back on track, and I think it's going to work out. But all the weapons that we had, and when he did break the weapon, we had a plethora of receivers then. Emmanuel Sanders, all of them. You know what I mean? Like, come on, we had good receivers. Breeze never been one to just throw it to one person. That's one thing you always knew well, about Breeze. You better be ready. When you say hype, you better be looking young, for the ball because he's going to throw it to whoever
0: opens. But, but, Byron, here's the other thing, too. Um, the guy that's no longer in Green Bay that is now in Vegas, Vonta Adams. Adams, yeah. Um, you could say to he was. But here's. If you're good. And you're a sure thing. I'm going to you. I mean, Jimmy Graham. Essentially, that, th- there was that that moment in, in the the Graham period where I was like, okay, can we throw it to someone else? Like Colston's still on the <laughs> field, you know, Meacham's still there. Like I, I almost felt like they went to Jimmy too much. He was very telegraph, but, telegraphed, and, and but that, it worked. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, especially you know, we the Patriots been, game. We always it's been just their we Double We always been though. <laughs>
7: We all been trend right. so that tight end position when when he was going, they would not covering it like it was supposed to. They wasn't. That was before they adjusted to our offense. So ground, they was putting linebackers on ground. You gotta throw it to him. You know what I mean? Even though we got all those guys, man, you can't help it, man. They, they, if you're gonna if you gonna feed me all day, I'm gonna eat like a goldfish. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, Byron.
1: And Byron. With one- that being said, with that being said, do you think they're trend setting with putting Taysom over at tight end? Do you see them doing something different with him there?
7: Yeah, I do. And, and I was thinking about this the other day. I see something like a little sweep. Well, maybe maybe Dude. they got commercial Patterson and, and, and stick it back to him yeah. and throw Debo it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause now you got a tight end that actually can play quarterback. So, now he can play quarterback. Right. He can run. He can block. He can play fullback. You don't know what he's doing. And he can and he's tough. So, you don't know what he's doing. Only thing, his size. His size might hamper right. a him a little blocker. bit. But that's why we got people to... Right. But that's why we got people to help chip and do all that other good, thing, all them other good things. Yep. So I think that's actually gonna work
0: out in our benefit. Got to hit the bottom of the hour break. Thank you for the phone call, though. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Who that? Uh, De- who that? here you, Debo Samuel Cordell Patterson. How the Falcons used him last year, and Debo with the 49ers. I think the Saints can maybe kind of look at taste some hill in that direction. Before we hit the bottom of the hour break, and bring in Mike Neighbors, who just had a. Uh Right along with Jameis Winston, Saints posting a couple of roster moves and an announcement here on the team website. This per GM Mickey Loomis. They have signed the following players, center Nick Martin, running back Malcolm Brown, and defensive end Scott Patchin. So they did sign a running back, Josh, Malcolm Brown. Also, they have waived Hunter Daniel Whelan, offensive lineman Derek Schweiger, and cornerback Jordan Miller The other news of note as well The Saints announcing that safety Tyron Matthew Has been excused from the beginning of training camp To handle a personal family matter So it's a personal family matter It's not an injury So just breathe Doesn't worry me Yeah Exactly doesn't make you worry, yeah. I need him ready to go And if it is a personal family matter, hopefully everything is okay. Quick break. We come back. Mike Neighbors will join us. What did he learn riding along with Jameis Winston? Josh, would you like to take a little car ride with Jameis Winston? What would you ask Jameis Winston?
1: How is his vision?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sports takeover can take us next on ESPN New Orleans.
8: Always on the run and short on cash. With a State Bank and Trust Company debit card, you can pay for goods and services without the need for cash in your pockets or the hassle of writing checks. Available on all consumer and commercial checking account holders. Call or stop by any State Bank and Trust location for all the details. State Bank and Trust Company, Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. Member FDIC. Terrio, Douay, and Terrio, more than just an insurance company, they're marine insurance specialists. Whether it's fishing boats, cabin cruisers, sailboats, or marine industry, you can trust Terrio, Douay, Ontario to get you the coverage you need at a price you deserve for your home, your auto, life, fire, and health. They've been taking care of people since 1957. Call Terrio, Douay, Ontario at 475-5126. Just ask for Lynn Pierce or David O. Along Bayou LaFouche in Golden Meadow.
0: 106 miles to Chicago, we got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses.
6: Hit it. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back,
0: 800 998 as we're live at the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Facility in Lakeview. And on the UCFC hotline is Mr. Mike Neighbors who joins us. Sir, how are you? Yes,
5: I am great. How are you, my friend?
0: Doing fantastic. You can be followed over on Twitter, at Mike Neighbors. Sir, so I'm looking forward for another season of the ride-alongs where you, you know, take a little drive and you may have some interesting conversations with folks. And what, you're kicking off the new season with quarterback Jameis Winston, huh?
5: Yeah, actually, you know what? Um, It's errands. It's on all the Saints platforms. And I really appreciate the Saints uh, partnering with my company to... To make this all work and yeah what we do is we pick up we did it with former Saints players for three years and we just have them run errands you know whatever they want we run errands with them and we have great conversations in between and we made it work in the pandemic we did it in the pandemic with Archie Manning and Morton Anderson and Pat Swilling and I could go on and on and on but the great thing is the sponsor Bridgetone really likes uh, this concept and the Saints have enjoyed it too so now we're transitioning to current players, but the bridge from the old format to the new format will be C.J. Garner-Johnson, who we're going to release, uh, I would think, in the next week, and we really <laughs> had a lot of fun with them. He was, uh, he was the one kind of, yeah, I just finished up with Jameis. I was in New Orleans last week, and I got to say, I don't know if I've ever enjoyed an elongated interview like I did with Jameis because we, we went to a local high school. I don't want to give up the episode the kids there they didn't know he was coming and you know i've covered Jameis for a long time at florida state and with the bucks as i live in tampa and i really wanted to get to know him better and there was a thunderstorm on the way back and we were still in the car but i I knew i had enough at, at one point and we just talked we talked for a long time probably all told about an hour and a half in the car and i was really impressed i was impressed with uh his awareness of what he has to do to get better and also how how much he wants to win and how much he wants to make it work with the Saints.
0: And Mike neighbor's the way to follow over on Twitter, Errands is the show that we're referring to. You know, when you said current players, literally, I was waiting for you to finish so I could say, when is Chauncey Garner, Johnson, Seahawks, because I love him. I think he is, you know how on Wednesdays, NFL teams, you know, we'll bring the quarterback, the most important players, things of that nature once a week, right? You get that guy. CD Deuce has to talk once a week. Like, I need CD Deuce once a week, <laughs> don't you? I mean, I, I can't even imagine what that's going to be like, but we're focusing on Jamison. I want to ask you that because you did mention you live in Tampa and, you know, we've, we've called you before the, you know, the double spy. You can talk Bucks, you can talk Saints because you've been doing that for years with CST and your view, your relationship with Drew, all of that. So I, I'm curious. Let's just do some background. I'll ask you to compare and contrast between number 9 and, and Jameis Winston. But what would you say is the biggest difference between Winston in Tallahassee, Winston in Tampa, and now Winston in New Orleans?
5: I, I think the biggest loser was Sean Payton retiring was Jameis Winston because I think Payton really fixed – apparently it looked that way before he got hurt last year – fixed a lot of shortcomings Jameis had in Tampa in terms of his decision-making, in terms of thinking he has to do everything. And we really saw that in terms of his ratio with touchdowns and interceptions, Gus. And then he gets hurt. You know, it's good that Pete Carmichael is still around, but I see a maturity in Jameis Winston and an awareness. So I'll go back to that word awareness of just knowing the opportunity he has with this team. I mean, think about all the years he was in Tampa. Sure, they won a Super Bowl when he left, but you know, think of it from Jameis's perspective. They didn't have Gronk when he was there. They didn't have Leonard Fournette. Uh, they had talented wide receivers, but the offensive line wasn't as good, and the defense wasn't as good, and they didn't even have a really good kicker back then either. So, I'm not taking anything away from Tom Brady. Brady's the reason that Gronk came, and Fournette came, and Antonio Brown came, and you know he was he was the reason why. But I think you got to cut Jameis a little bit of slack when you compare what Tom Brady's doing there opposed to what Jameis did. He didn't have the same team in Tampa, and I think he learned a lot under Drew. And he learned a lot under Sean Payton. He's more mature. And he told me this that, you know, he's been for so long. Think about this. I mean, he won the Heisman Trophy when he was 19 years old. At the time, he was the youngest Heisman Trophy winner ever. Lamar Jackson eclipsed that in just by a few weeks. And that was almost 10 years ago. I mean, he's been in the spotlight for a long time and he's played a lot of football for somebody who's 28 years of age. But the silver lining with the injury, and he told me this, his body feels good. I mean, he hasn't had the wear and tear the past year that he's had in past years, and also he had that kind of redshirt year with the Saints where he made cameos here and there. So I think he feels good. The rehab has gone good, and mentally he's good just knowing uh, what he has learned from the likes of Sean Payton and Drew Brees.
0: It's a really good aspect of it when you put it, too, because the other thing that really stood out um, to me is – I think the fact that people keep focusing—I was talking to Dr. Josh Roulette here a little second ago about my wife bringing up something I did seven years ago—and and I think the thirty interception year is sort of like a marriage man, I mean, you know, where somebody's <laughs> going to bring up something. But Mikey threw for five thousand yards that season. Yeah. He threw thirty-three touchdowns. He had three offensive coordinators, three head coaches, and. I think people tend to forget if you have three head coaches, you're probably not a good football team.
5: And, and here's the other thing too; those are good points. Uh, Bruce Arians, I don't think he was the best fit with Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians is the coach who likes to throw the ball all over the field, at lot. You know, just kind of this gunslinger mentality. And Sean Payton, you know, he likes balance. He likes, you know, he's a different. It's a different offense with him. And I think that fit Jameis a lot better than Bruce Arians. I mean, look at Bruce Arians, even with. You know, Carson Palmer, who was a very good quarterback in the NFL, threw a ton of picks his first year with Bruce Arians. People forget about, yeah, you know, Jameis having to learn these new offenses. And listen, Jameis made mistakes. He threw 30 picks in a year, good decision-making. But I sincerely believe he's learned from that. And, you know, you... You know, he's the kind of guy that's, you know, always been the guy in his life, Uh, Mm -hmm. wherever he's played, whether it's Florida State or the first overall pick. So for him to take a backseat, come to New Orleans, learn under Breeze, learn under Payton. And really, I think he didn't say this to me, but I get the feeling with him that he appreciates the second chance in New Orleans after what he's been through in Tampa and after all the criticism he's had, even his last year at Florida State where he threw a lot of interceptions. So yeah, I think Sean Payton fit him well him much better than Bruce Arians. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how he meshes with Carmichael without Sean Payton, but I, mm-hmm. I think if he can stay healthy, and I really see Kamara's potential suspension being big, too, because if, if Kamara has to sit out at, you know, a prolonged amount of time, I think that could be tough on Jameis just because he always feels like he has to do it all. So if right. Kamara's not back there, he may go back to that, but if Kamara and the suspension... Isn't as bad as uh, maybe Summer Stand. Who knows at this point? Boy, this team could be really good. Guess with the defense and with the improved wide receiving core. I, I talked to Jameis about that. I mean, he's so excited. He hasn't you now think about it. He hasn't had much time with Michael Thomas. He's excited right. about playing with these guys. Chris Olave is new, and he couldn't say enough about all those guys and just raved about the hands of Jarvis Landry. So, boy, the potential is really there for the Saints team, but it all centers around Jameis Winston. But talking to him the amount of time I did last week, I I can feel the excitement with him, especially getting over the injury, because that was that was it's been a vulnerable off season for him. I mean he had to recover from that injury and then really not knowing where he would go. Um so he's passed a lot of the, the hurdles there.
0: Speak with Mike Neighbors and Mike Neighbors is the way to follow over on Twitter. You spoke with Drew Brees after every game his entire career here in New Orleans. I, I can't you wrote a book about the Breezeway. <laughs> I mean I, I can't think of anybody else that would sort of know who that person is. You know, I'm watching Camp Winston wrap up what was it, two weeks ago when he had everybody over in Miami and I'm hearing him do those speeches. And, you know, one of the things that we associate Drew is with is those those speeches, those talks, that motivation, that ability to bring that locker room together. Really, since he's been here, if you talk to Saints players, they will tell you they love being with him, but here's the compare and contrast question. You, you spent all those years with Drew. Is there a similarity between those two? Would you say is that, that you could k- kind of stands out? And, and is there a difference between those two and how they try to motivate verbally?
5: That's a good question, Yeah, the similarities are they both work extremely hard. Uh, Jameis takes pride in working hard and being that leader, and obviously Breeze did, too. And say what you want about Jameis' decision-making. Gus, wherever he's gone, Jameis Winston has been very popular in the locker room. He's a pleaser. I mean, he, he grew up in a house, he told me, of 20 people in Alabama, right outside Birmingham. And he said growing up with so many people in one house, he learned – to the value of relationships and the value of people, and he loves being around people, and you've seen that his entire career, how popular with his teammates. Now, the difference is the way they lead. Uh, the whole eating the W's thing, I actually talked to Jameis about this. This is a sneak preview. In our Open, we had fun with eating W's. He's actually <laughs> copyrighted eating W's. He's embraced <laughs> the fact that he's a little bit yeah. different in terms of his leadership style, but I asked Jameis Winston this question, another sneak preview for our Aaron's episode. You know, you've been criticized over the years. You've been in the spotlight for 10 plus years now. What criticism mm. bothers you the most? And really without any hesitation, he said, I don't like the reputation I have of being goofy. I'm not goofy. I just like wow. people and I enjoy being around people and I'm not goofy. And he, and he, and he took a real serious tone with that. And I think that is the difference between he and breeze Breeze is different in terms of his leadership, Jameis will like eating the W's, he'll like having fun, but he also knows when it's time to be serious. But he doesn't like the the reputation of him being goofy, because he says that's not him at all.
0: It's interesting you say that, because I've always thought, and I brought it up after that video surfaced of him doing that, and it, what was interesting to me, I made it a topic, Mike, because if that's Drew, 95% of those comments are positive. Look yeah. at him lead, looking out there. And and I was shocked by it. It wasn't 50% or even, you know, 40 or 30. But there was a, a higher percentage than I was comfortable with, I think, to an extent of along the lines, you know, this dude's just goofy even when he doesn't try or something like that. And, and goofy right. to me seems to be in the same neighborhood as stupid, if that makes yep. sense, or uh-huh. the same area code. And I, and, and I think sometimes we all kind of know maybe why and 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 i think when when i see that i i it is understandable that he probably gets a little upset with that you know a, along those lines but i i think that's something that stood out to me when i see him speak and communicate and do those things cuz i i even made the mention if that's herbert if that's allen if that's mahomes is that somebody else people are going this is incredible same thing like with him doing OTAs when he was recovering from knee injury like but with Jameis it's always oh, trying too hard why is he videotaping this and all this other stuff it, it, it was almost on a negative aspect of it It was weird
5: yeah and and when you talk to him you make a good point about the connotation with Goofy uh, he takes what he does very seriously and he doesn't want anybody to think that he doesn't and he put some thought into eating the W's he told me the mindset about it, it was uh you know, you look at soup and alphabet soup and W, you want to eat the W. Want to, and it was very thought out. And he also mm-hmm. thought that any, you know, perception that his teammates were shaking their heads, it wasn't the case. And, and you know, that's, we, we you know, he and I talked about so many things, but, you know, there are a lot of athletes who were in the spotlight uh, as long as Jameis Winston, if not longer, but they didn't play in that social media age. They didn't play in the camera phones. And I'm not excusing things that have happened, but, They did worse things than Jameis Winston or sillier things than Jameis Winston, but they weren't spotlighted because it wasn't social media, it wasn't camera phones. So, uh, you know, one thing I really appreciate about him is, you know, I asked a question so we answered it about what bothered him the most, but he's very strong, too. He's not a kind of guy that's going to be on social media a lot. He's not a look-in-the-rearview-mirror guy, either. You know, he was a great baseball player when he went to Florida State, and I asked him, you ever thought about how your life would be different if you played baseball? And he says, I don't play that. You know, I don't play. He, that's a, he paraphrasing it, but he doesn't play that game in his mind about, oh, what if this would happen or what if that? He's looking ahead towards the future. And I think mm-hmm. that kind of mindset, whoever is talking about it, that's inside of him. However, he built that mindset. That's great if you're a Saints fan because he's just thinking about the future. He's trying to learn from his past but get better in the future. And I feel like I sound like his agent here, but i got to tell you, I've been around him for a long time in press conferences, but yeah. you know how it is. When you're one-on-one with an athlete or a coach it's or different. anybody, sure. you learn more about him. And I was really impressed with him. And, and and it was even interesting to me on the shoot, and I've always heard this about Jameis, that he makes it a point to get to know everybody, whether it's uh, an equipment manager or somebody in the cafeteria, whomever it is in the building, he gets to know their name. And I heard that in Tampa and I actually talked to Jay Romick, obviously, who's uh, the insider inside the Saints building. He says he's been the same way in New Orleans, too. So I think, you know, not everybody's like that, Gus. Sure. For him to be that way, uh, you, you got to walk away impressed.
0: That's why I wanted you on, sir, because I, I saw that, and I'm like, you know – he is one of the storylines going into camp this year, right? How he yeah. does is how this team is going to go and what he has to do in order to have people um, give him that long-term contract and things of that nature. So I, I was like, I got to talk to you because I, I think it would make a lot of sense because you got to chat with him and you interviewed Drew after every single game while he was here with the Saints. So how can people watch this?
5: Well, it's going to be on. We're still trying to figure out when we're going to debut season four. We're getting them shot now. Um, it revolves around their community events, and Jameis' his team wanted to do it right before training camp. C.J. Garner johnsons Aaron's episode will be out in the next week, I would assume, and then we'll uh, maybe you'll have me back on. I'll let you know when Jameis will debut, but that's going to be coming up soon. But if you haven't seen the Aaron series, it's on all the Saints platforms. You can go to YouTube and just type Saints and Aaron's. Uh, some of my favorites that have stuck out for me. Jim Mora was fantastic. We we didn't open with Jim Mora and I wanted I took him aside afterward beforehand. I said, hey this will be great. I have a lot of respect for you as a head coach. But if we talk about your rants, we could take this to a whole new level. And he says, ask me whatever you want. So we didn't open at a hotel he was staying with in New Orleans and he said uh errands? Errands like playoffs? I mean he and then he embraced everything. Uh, Roman Harper's was great. Joe Horns was great. Uh, Marcus Colson's was great. We've done, we've done, uh, let's see. CJ Garner Johnson will be our 22nd. So go Saints Aaron's on YouTube wow. and all of them will come up. And I think Saints fans, you'll really enjoy them.
0: Man, I appreciate the time. Look forward to seeing you here. Before you know it, man, the new season will be around. So looking forward to getting, uh, you know, dirty info on the Bucks and the latest on stage players. Thank you as always, Mike.
5: Anytime, my friend. Look forward to seeing you soon. Yep.
0: For sure. Go check out his book over on Amazon as well. Anywhere else you get books, The Breeze Way. Literally, the guy interviewed Drew Breeze after every game while he was here. He probably knows him. At Mike Neighbors is the way to follow him on Twitter. And all those links there as well. Quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap up our number two. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans.
1: Shrimp boats is a coming.
6: Since 1948, that's 74 years, Valeria Brothers has been in the commercial shrimping and fishing supply business. They carry a large selection of stainless steel shafts up to two and a half inches, but they can also order larger if you like. They also stock two, three, and four blade propellers up to 40 inches, a large selection of shaft coupling, single V struts, and stainless steel rudders. Now listen to this. Valeria Brothers is now stocking rudder blades, and rudder shafts so you can make your own rudder. Now carrying stainless steel plate pieces so you can make your own V-strut. A huge selection of stainless steel stern tubes, rudder and shaft shoes, fiberglass tubes, rudder ports, packing boxes, and dripless shaft seals. Stocking tiller arms and rubber cutlass bearings along with a big line of motor mounts. Visit Alario Brothers before the season. That's Alario Brothers, 894 Avenue A, West Wego. Visit their website at alariobros.com. Shrimp boats is a common.
1: their sails Shrimp boats is a dancing
6: tonight.
2: RTC, ETEL, and Vision have always led the way in communications. A network built for every possibility internet, TV, voice, and security. And now we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. RTC, ETEL, and Vision are now Rev. New
0: name? Same company. Learn more at
2: Let'sRev.com.
0: It's Gus Kattengill with the Sports Hangover. Join us for Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Every Thursday, we'll be live at a member of the Katie's family of restaurants from 12 to 3. Whether it's Katie's on Iberville, Francesca's Deli on Harrison, or the View on Hickory. Enjoy lively sports banter with delicious eats. Join us as we talk about the latest from our local teams. You'll likely hear me argue with Scott Craig about his St. Louis Cardinals and my Chicago Cubs. Good thing he's a Brother Martin grad. Thursdays from 12 to 3 is the Sports Hangover with the crew of Katie's on ESPN New Orleans. Talk, right?
6: The man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN1003.com.
0: Welcome back. It's Sports Hangover. We are in Lakeview, the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Facility, 132 West Harrison. We've been speaking with Dr. Josh Roulette and others here as well as, uh, they are our sponsors of our phone line, 800-998-1003. So when you hear me speak about it, that's where I'm referring to here. And um, we've had some fun going back and forth, talking about all the different topics here as well. 800-998-1003 if you want to chime into the conversation. Good stuff there from Mike Neighbors, Catherine Terrell. Formerly of The Athletic, now back with ESPN, as she used to be the Bengals beat reporter for ESPN.com, sort of like Mike Triplett was. Mike Triplett's still there right now, but he is leaving. He will announce where he is going here shortly. He's sticking in town, sticking in town, but he'll tell you where it's going to be here in a little bit. But uh, Catherine will join us at the bottom of this of uh, next hour to give her opinions and thoughts into storylines and things of that nature. So looking forward to hearing from her as well. A couple of storylines that we haven't gotten to that, again, you can chime in on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline, 800-998-1003. Joe Burrow will not be available at the start of training camp. Not injured? Well, Kind of. Not a football-related injury. He's undergoing surgery to remove his appendix. This per Ian Rappaport. He is expected to miss a couple of days and some time. But, obviously, sooner rather than later would be why they did this now. And uh, so he's getting his appendix removed. And hopefully he'll be ready to go and healthy here in the near future. But that's something to kind of think of. Now, the Saints did release in this hour some news that they did sign three players, waive three players, and announced that Teron Matthew will not be at the start of training camp. It is an excuse absence from the beginning of training camp. Quote, as they put it, to handle a personal family matter. Again, tomorrow, 9 a.m. is the first practice, but he's excused from the start of it. Summit minicamp, Summit OTAs, look, hopefully whatever he has to deal with, uh, it, it's okay by the time he gets back on the field. team did sign three players. They announced center Nick Martin has signed. 6'4", 295, second-round selection of the Texans in 2017 out of Notre Dame. He is a native of Indianapolis. Uh, 79 career games, 62 starts. Spent his first four seasons with the Texans, 17 and 2020. Last year, he was with Las Vegas. He also played in four postseason contests, making three starts during his career as well so that's a veteran offensive lineman that comes in and uh and helps a little bit there now sometimes when you look at this you kind of wonder does that mean that other players could be injured or not ready to go at the start of camp don't know but just saying that malcolm brown also uh is a signee and We've been talking about this. Luke Johnson today, Sean Fazand yesterday, John Hendricks as well. Everyone kind of said, look, that running back position group, everybody expects Alvin Camaro to serve one way, shape, or form a suspension. And if that's going to happen, you, you need some help in that room there as well, aside from Mark Ingram. Brown's 5'11", 225. Ninth NFL season would be this one. He's a University of Texas product, 77 NFL games, five starts, posted 331 career rushing yards, uh, attempts rather, 1,313 career rushing yards. He has 12 touchdowns, 46 receptions for 337 yards, one TD in the air that way. And he came into the league with the Rams in 2015, played with the Rams 16-20, to and then he spent the 2021 season with the Dolphins, Roy, with your Miami Dolphins. Brown also appeared in three postseason games during his career. Forty-four yards on eleven carries, two receptions, thirteen yards. In the postseason numbers, by the way, it's kind of close. I'd call him a native. I mean, born in Biloxi, graduated at Steele uh, High School over in Texas. The other signee that the team announced today was defensive end Scott Patchin. Now, again, remember how I always said sometimes I look at these signings and I'm like, eh, is there an injury? Is it depth issues? When I look at D-End and signing another one, that obviously, again, we saw that Marcus Davenport is going to start training camp on PUP. Physically unable to perform, so that makes sense. That's another body, that's another number, that's less reps um, that one of your starters or whatever is, is going to be getting. And again, that first preseason game is not that far away. It is August 13th on a Saturday, so... Yeah, 14 practices, the first preseason game, and obviously even if Peyton Turner is healthy and ready to go, you don't want Peyton Turner to play the majority of that uh, preseason game anyway. So, again, the expectation level, by the way, that you heard Dennis Allen speak about uh, Marcus Davenport, he may not be ready for most of the preseason, that first or second preseason game, and you need some people. So, uh, Scott Patchin defensive end the third player that is signed 64251 signed by the Colts as an undrafted free agent in 2022 this year he's been playing uh at college Colorado State and Miami he was waived by the Colts on July 23rd so a recent wavy and a pickup from this year here as well and again the Saints announcing Tyron Matthew in excused absence from the beginning of training camp to handle a personal family matter. Saints also waived three players, punter Daniel Whelan, offensive lineman Derek Schweger, and cornerback Jordan Miller. That wraps up our 2. When we come back, our 3, we'll open up the phone lines, give us a buzz, 800-998-1003. We'll talk about what happened at Packers camp today, and we'll revisit the question of the day. Real simple. Ready? Here it is. What would you ask Mickey Loomis and Dennis Allen, if you had a chance to ask him questions today. So let's do that next. We come back on ESPN New Orleans.